Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it. Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Manscaped. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, I just got back from the Buffs March. It's Friday, what, like a couple minutes after noon now. So the March got done maybe two hours ago, a little over two hours, and uh, it all went really well. Um, If you guys weren't able to make it, um, then this is the podcast for you because I'm going to be telling you all about it. Uh, there will be a story up on thednvr.com as well. Um, and in that story, I will include like a bunch of the videos I took. Um, had a chance to talk to Carl Durrell. I'll throw that in there. Same thing with Visca. Um, and of course, Katie, he, the star of all of it. Not the star. It's not like the situation to be calling him a star, but it, everybody is just so proud of him there. And the 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 bigger takeaway is that everybody is standing up for a very important cause and and that's really what is important here but at the same time you can't tell this story without Katie Nixon you know he was very involved with setting the whole thing up um he's continuing to be involved uh, i don't i don't want to hear like give things away that I'm not supposed to but he he has some plans of how to keep this stuff moving and you know that's it's just so impressive because we forget that he just turned 21 a couple months ago um he was giving speeches out there he was leading chants he was doing interviews um I think that of of all the people there and uh, the buffs especially in that football program really have a bunch of black men who are in places of power there and that's fairly rare throughout college sports for you to have uh, an obviously a Carl Durrell there who who said some words at the beginning um, a Lance Carl there who's the extension of the athletic director's office who's really overseeing in a lot of ways this football program who's also black um, and and to have those figures there and for them to be willing to say hey Katie has an idea here we are here to support him we aren't here to override him or tell him what to say or make this about us too but to see that you have a senior on your team who is willing to step up in the way that KD has stepped up over the course of this week and to embrace that uh, it's what this whole thing is about it's what this whole thing is about um and again the story here before I go through the whole play-by-play what it was like who I was able to talk to um that kind of stuff really just got to say shout out to Katie 
Um, shout out to Carl Durrell, who handled things very well as well. You know, he, he filled his role. And it, it's almost like he realized he wasn't supposed to be the center of attention today. You know, he, he easily could have been. And, and at times, it, it did cross my mind. You know, what happens if Mel Tucker is still the head coach here? Does this become Mel's march? Is Mel the one leading this? Um, and is that better or worse? Really, that's a conversation that could be had. And it's not the right conversation to be having right now. But the truth is, you know, it, we're talking buffs here. There's there's a very real chance in my mind that KD doesn't get this opportunity uh, if, if Mel's the head coach. And again, that that isn't what's most important here. What's most important is that somebody within that program did something and did something very positive. But again, it, it, it all went out. Oh, 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 wow. Those are some tough words. But it all went down without a hitch. It was just really a great morning a bunch of buffs fans most of the team representatives of every sport i think um you know i i can't say like i i recognize every member of every team but you know they're definitely people who i recognize from all these different sports and i i crossed off a lot of boxes in my head you know obviously basketball players had dallas walton walking out there with uh lucas seward and and it's just i mean I don't know. So you have them, you have representatives from the women's basketball program everywhere. Saw a bunch of volleyball players. Um, very, very strong showing from the buffs. Um, I, I I would guess, and again, it's kind of tough when you're one person on the ground. Like, you don't have, like, a drone up there where you can see all the people are. And I tweeted out one of the videos that just shows like they filled up an entire block and we're still coming down one block and turning around the other. So it's really hard to get a sense of how many people there were, but there were at least a, a couple thousand. Um, you know what? Let's just jump in. So yeah, the, the March starts at nine. Um, everybody was supposed to show up at eight 45. Nine is about when the football team rolled up. Um, they, kind of walked up the street right into every where everybody was waiting because it's just like an intersection where everybody was um and a lot of people obviously waiting there um and so they walked up the street they got there uh, i think carl durrell yeah carl durrell said some words um again very just a smart guy a good guy and honestly the exact type of person who we want to be hearing more from you know people like him people like katie uh because of the way that they speak about the issues that are going on in the world right now but yeah he did a great job then we walk down the road and again it's a couple thousand people the first group um i tweeted the video of the first group but visca's up there uh kd's up there kd is getting the first chance started of course um a, a bunch of those receivers the big group of receivers up there um but pretty well dispersed throughout too um the march went from 13th in college down to uh, Central Park, which is kind of by... Well, honestly, I don't know all that much about where it's by, but hopefully that means more to you guys than it means to me. Uh, the whole march probably took, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes? Um, now that I think about it, I really wasn't paying attention at the time either. See, these are the little notes that I'll know for next time there's a march. Uh, but then when we got down there, I think that's where you saw a lot more things happen again. You know, during the march, there's like the chance, uh, KD's leading a bunch of stuff. Um, there's some cool moments, some cool images. 
Um, but then once you get down to the park, that's where the football team had brought uh, bagged lunches. So sandwiches. I, I never got my hands on one, but sandwiches, uh, chips, drinks, and they all just came in a bag. And, and so bag. Oof, everybody grabbed them, and they were just taking them to the homeless people who were in the park and just giving them all lunches, um, which is a great sign. You know, I got a great video of Brendan Lewis handing a homeless man a sack lunch in a park, which is the type of stuff that, you know, if I had said that that was going to happen a year ago or, you know, three, four months ago when we're all excited for Brendan Lewis to get here and you hear he's handing out lunches. I mean, it was just so overwhelmingly positive all the way through. And, and, you know, I, I think Tyler Lytle was doing it too. I kind of got into that group late. There was a bunch of quarterbacks. Steven Montez, he was out there too. Um, he was walking with them. But, uh, yeah, uh, there was that little group of quarterbacks, and Tyler was just as involved. And with the quarterback controversy, I actually stayed away from it. I just posted the video on Twitter because I couldn't even, like, I hadn't seen what was in the bags. I hadn't heard yet where they had come from. Um I do know now that it was the football team who put them all together. Um, and so now I have more information to get a better tweet than that video that I just posted. But I just threw it out there, like, with none of my own thoughts. Which I feel like is what this whole moment is supposed to be about. Um, amplifying and not talking over people. But, yeah, so so that's kind of how that starts. Everybody gathers. Um, and uh, I, I didn't recognize, actually, who was leading um the early chance but it was um a a woman let's see she she could have been a student athlete but again i didn't recognize her and i never found out who it was but it was her and uh kd who are leading some chance there the black lives matter stuff before they start in the speeches and that's where kd really shined so he gave one speech um and i mean he, he did an incredible job uh he, he talked a lot you know he he shook the off police officers hands who were out there and he said you know this is something that we can't do in texas this is something that we're taught when we're little that we can't go just say thank you to a police officer because it's dangerous and you know kd was doing that all the way down there was a police escort uh for the march you know they were cutting off roads in front and and every time i saw him you know it, i wasn't only paying attention to kd there was a bunch of other stuff going on as well but at least two times when we were walking past cops i saw him go out of his way to shake the cop's hand um and he did it again during his speech you know there was a a black kid probably three four he gave the kid a hug and said you know that's something that we don't do we don't do that you're we're lucky to live in boulder because things are so different and and i would encourage you to listen to his full speech because he really really cared um and again just right now like i was having my twitter notifications pulling up and like somebody quote tweeted that video matt smith at real matt smith on twitter he's a real one uh, words cannot express how proud I am of this young man for using his platform the way he is. Brought tears in my eyes. It takes tremendous bravery, courage, and love to speak out this way. Don't stop at Superstar Nixon. Don't stop Hart. And yeah, I mean, basically, it's it's pretty powerful stuff to be a part of. The other thing, and I mentioned this when we were talking about KD with uh, Ben Girding on Tuesday. You know, we're I, I was saying... I. <laughs> I'm excited for people to get to know KD better. What a time to be saying that right before all of this happens and he really takes off and people get to see who he is. 
a little bit more clearly than you typically do, do during a football season. Um, and, and I've mentioned, you know, and I think I even said, you know, I don't want to bring all this up, but I, it should be said that he had a tough home life and he's had to work for everything he's gotten. For the first time, I heard KD bring that up himself during that speech. Um, he he talked about it. He said, you know, I, I was moving around as a kid. I was living with my football coaches. I was living with friends. And he talked about how hard that is and how that's something that a lot of people don't want to go through. And for me, you know, that's I knew that that was the case. I knew that he had that life growing up. Um, but... It, that's not something where it's my place to decide when it's time to tell that story. Um, and for KD in front of all those people to, to, to bring up that he couldn't live with his parents growing up um, and talk through some of the struggles to get to this point. It's powerful stuff. And, you know, if, if people hear KD Nixon and, and that's all that came of this march is that now there are 3,000 people who, who know Katie Nixon's story, who know how Katie sees the world as an athlete who's in, in some ways an, an athlete because he has to be, because that was his path. Um, and that's something he said too. And I'm, I'm trying really, like, I do not want to put words in, my, in his mouth. And I really. Just go watch his speech. But but he brought it up himself. He, he said, you know, I haven't seen my family in forever. I know my dad wants to see me. I know my uncles want to see me. Um, and I haven't been able to go down there because I'm up here working because that's how I can support them when the time comes. Um, but And that sounds negative, but it was also uplifting because the whole message is be good to each other, love each other, don't be afraid to say, I, don't be afraid to say you cute, I think was his first example. And he lived up to it later on. He was uh, talking to girls. But because that's KD, and that's what we love about him, is that he's just so open. Um, what a day for him. Uh, but, yeah, there's so many people there um, supporting. I don't really have – there. there isn't really much of a football slant here, and there really shouldn't be one. I didn't even, when I was talking to KD, probably as like a 10-minute interview, and, again, I'll have some of those quotes up. I didn't tweet out that video like I did the video of the Carl Durrell interview and like the Visca interview just because those were shorter and I still had to cut some out. But cutting 10 minutes down to 220 on the fly is not easy. But but we'll have a bunch coming up out of that because, I mean, it's important stuff for football fans to hear because those are the people that we're talking about. Um, and we haven't really had an opportunity where student athletes have been this empowered before. Um, so it'll be kind of fun to see where all this takes us um i think that's pretty much all that i really have to say um about that i will say that i had a chance to talk to visca and you, you know obviously i had a chance to talk to kd too but he's so locked into what he's locked into that i'm not asking him you, you tweeted you had a you ran a 4 3 40 how, how real is that like should we be expecting that or like you keep saying uh you're finally healthy again what what was up last year and how much you know there there are some very real football questions I have for him and have have had for him for months but because there are no spring practice I haven't been able to answer them or ask them and let him answer them um, but I did get a chance though to talk with Visca obviously in the interview which is posted on Twitter and will be in that story but also uh, just about life you know what's it 
what's it like being in the NFL? Um, pretty good, by the way. It is a, it is a good life. Um, but uh, I don't know. He says I should keep my beard. I grow better face facial hair than LaVisca Chenault. Um, so I might get that tattooed on me somewhere. I have I grow better facial hair than LaVisca Chenault. Maybe that's a Tinder bio. I don't know. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, what a good guy. Just always smiley, happy. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, he, he spoke about these issues as well. Um, kind of repeated. And a lot of it was just saying how proud he is of KD. And uh, at the same time, he's proud, but also he expects it from him he this is like what he's always like and you just don't get much time like to to spend around those guys and just to hear you know visca tell his crazy stories um like katie's like talking you know how fast he talks it's like da 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 and meanwhile visca's just like looking at him and just like nodding i just miss <laughs> i just miss football season i just miss football season um but Important things happen today, and some people who are uh, crucial to football season were very important in making those things happen. Um, so really just shout out to everybody up there who was involved or came out or any of that because it couldn't have gone much better. Um, I will say that the Broncos have a march at 1230 tomorrow, uh, Saturday, at the Capitol in Denver. I haven't heard too much. I think the news just broke, like, on my way back down here from Boulder. So, uh, you know, I so today I was up there with Ryan and Allie and Guy, uh, who, who does a bunch of stuff at DNVR. Uh, I would assume that all of us are going to be there tomorrow, probably with even a bigger DNVR crew. So if you missed out on today's for some reason but still want to get out there... Um, that we don't have like a list of people who are attending or anything, but Phil might be there, Juwan Winfrey. Um, and, and again, like this is the kind of thing where if that had just broken like 30 minutes before, I could be like, hey, Katie, are you going to be out there? I'd love to follow you around, see what you're doing, you know, that kind of stuff. But just kind of missed that window. Um, what a day, though. What a day. Um, next week, there's more to this show, by the way, but I just want to get some of these details out. Um, next week... There will be uh, media availability with Carl Durrell on Monday. So Monday afternoon, you can expect a podcast that will have the audio of that interview. Um, yeah, that'll happen. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, we should be talking to some assistant coaches. Uh, we haven't heard who or how many or any of that, but uh, it'll be about the same thing. I'll tell you what they said, of what we learned, and then I will play those calls so that you guys who may have a little more time on your hands than you typically do uh, can listen. Um, if you guys have any thoughts on the, the, the march or any of that kind of stuff or thoughts on KD, um, like just new takes than mine, or if you have any questions because I was out there and they're probably important pieces that I didn't let you guys know. I kind of said I just wanted all this post-March energy to just sit down and talk through this and that's what happened. But uh, if you guys have anything like that, as always, comment section's open. Um, we got to get into our DraftKings pick of the week, though, and talk UFC, and we'll do that right after I tell you about our good friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Really love them. They are so good to us. 
And uh, we want to help them out by telling you guys to buy their beer because honestly, that's helping you out too. Like it's this whole win-win-win where Breckenridge thinks we're cool. We think Breckenridge is cool. And you guys hopefully think we're both cool because we know we both think you are cool. So go to Breckenridge Brewery's website, hit up the beer locator, and figure out where you can find your favorite beer. Um, I had somebody tell me yesterday that they found the Strawberry Sky for the first time, and they love it, of course, because nobody doesn't like those. So uh, yeah, hit that up. Uh, also check out the farmhouse and use the code DNVR for $5 off your order. Um, it's a good deal. Um, also, gotta give a shout out to the World Golf Tour. WGT is the most popular golf game in the world. Uh, there are users everywhere, and we're lucky to partner with them because they put together some pretty cool things for us too. Uh, so... Every Sunday, there's a new tournament just for DNVR members. Uh, if you log on, go to the DNVR Country Club. You can jump in. You can join us. Um, they're, they're really competitive. People are getting pretty fired up. Also, make sure you're in the DNVR Lounge if you are a uh, DNVR member because that's where we have conversations about the buffs and all the other teams um, and our WGT tournaments. That's where all the communication for that is too. So jump on there. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we should play these games, too. You can go to dnvrgolf.com to uh, download the app and uh, join us and play with us, and it'll be a lot of fun. Okay, so I had to take a quick break because uh, I, I posted, like, a bunch of videos and stuff from the uh, March this morning, and I just had to, like, stay on top of it. Learned a couple things. The big one, that was actually Kaylee Cheverini, who's also speaking, um, leading some of the uh, uh, chants, that kind of stuff. Um, I said, that's who I said earlier, like I wasn't sure who it was. It looked like it could be a student athlete. That was uh, Darren Cheverini's daughter, who is now going to school at CU, um, who was very involved. Shout out to her as well. Uh, it's a tough position. She did great. Um, I just realized there's so much that I missed because I haven't been able to scroll through Twitter until right now. Um, wow, just just the pictures, like Tyson Summers and his family out there. Just so many. It was just so positive and so happy. Uh, I don't even know what to compare it to, uh, but yeah, we should dig in now into the uh, DraftKings pick of the week, uh, which is a little bit later this week because of some scheduling stuff, but. Uh, this one is going to be <laughs> really easy. We'll, we'll, we'll get a little bit deeper past this. Um, but DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a boost on the uh, title, uh, like the main event, the title bout. Wow. I, I See, I, I don't know enough words. I can't confidently talk about UFC because I worry that I'm saying dumb things. Um, but I've watched enough to, like, know who the people are and, like, what they're good at. I just, like is what is a foothold you know like i can see what they're doing and be like yeah that's that's good that's a skill i'm gonna keep that in mind next time you fight but i couldn't say like oh this foothold is you, you know that kind of stuff so hopefully that doesn't discredit me luckily it doesn't take a genius to know uh what to do with your first bet on this um, especially if you're on the DraftKings Sportsbook because there is an odds boost on the Amanda Nunez-Felicia Spencer fight. That is the big one tomorrow. And Amanda Nunez, 
She is a minus 625 favorite. That means you have to bet $625 to win $100. Your payout would be $725. You'd lose $625 if uh, she loses. Um, but because of an odds boost that's going on in DraftKings, she's actually plus 500. There is a max bet of $10. Uh, should say that now. But uh, I'm actually going to make this bet right now oh and i just realized i had a bunch of other things preloading here uh but amanda nunez that plus 500 i'm gonna throw that in there right now 10 bucks to win 60 dollars you gotta do it you gotta do it so there's your first play and if you're uh, the type of better who uh, only needs to be throwing down 10 bucks to win a pretty easy uh 60 i mean i guess you're winning 50 but uh right yeah yeah there we go sorry the the Sometimes my brain right now is not set to numbers, but yeah. So, so there's your first play for sure. Taking advantage of that odds boost. Um, I should also say that there are some, uh, other odds boosts that I really like, uh, for example, Colorado to win the Stanley cup at plus 1500 plus 1500. And there isn't like a limit to how many of these odds boost things you can hit. So if you're like me and, uh, you want to uh, just find a couple of things that you think you could make quite a bit of money on, just keep playing these odds boosts. So yeah, Colorado plus 1,500 to win the Stanley Cup, which it's basically a doubling the payout. So they're, they're plus 750 normally. Um, so yeah, you're, you're just doubling your payout if you're bad at betting on the Avs to win the Stanley Cup. Again, third best odds of any team why not why not getting back to this uh ufc card um i do have one other bet that i feel pretty good about and would recommend that you guys jump in on so alderman sterling and Corey sandagan are fighting about an hour before nunez and the spencer fight uh, when it's supposed to go at least um and they both really have histories that would lead you to believe that this one will go to the distance. The fight will. Um, the odds aren't great on it because of that. Uh, what is that? I think right now it's uh, minus 215 to go the distance. I would keep an eye on that. And if it slips down a little bit, I might jump in because it does feel like easy money. Um, those odds are just a little bit outside of where... Uh, you'd like to see there is just isn't too much value there i guess um going back to that main fight though the nunez fight i don't mind betting on nunez to end it early um you know the the total rounds right now they have the over under set at one and a half it's plus 150 if you say under one and a half um first round knockout uh you know that's really tough to pull the trigger on but again i'd watch those odds um because i mean she's going to win that fight and it could win early so at the very at the very least make sure you're getting your free 50 dollars essentially um but then maybe a short fight there if you if you're willing to uh take those odds even though they aren't great um same thing with that sterling sandagan fight um 
yeah, those would be my uh, two big pieces of advice. There isn't quite as much that I like in this round of UFC fights, which is disappointing because there isn't much else going on. Uh, but definitely make sure you're cashing in on the easy money. And you can do that by downloading the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and using the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter the code DNVR when you sign up and only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. If you guys have any questions or anything like that, feel free to throw them at me. I think I hit all the key points from that march today. And more than anything, the takeaway is that's just a bunch of really good people out there. And it's nice to see uh, just so positive. And, you know, it was like a morning walk through downtown Boulder. How can you complain about that? Uh, yeah, that'll do it. If you guys have any questions, comments, anything like that, leave them in the comment section of the poster day show we'll get to those monday i think will be the next buffs pod i think they like my colorado sway